Welcome to the Faith Christian Fellowship of Montego Bay's podcast. We are reaching for His glory through building and teaching. I hope you are encouraged and edified by this message. Okay, yes. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Okay, nice, nice set of words. Uh, I conformed to the pattern of this world. Okay, uh, I, 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 when I came to the Lord, uh, 60 years ago, and for those of you that don't know, January 5th, <laughs> January 15th, uh, I'm here to celebrate my 70th birthday. So wow. just thank the Lord. Because uh, I don't know about you, but when I was 20, I never thought I was going to get to 30, let alone 70. All right, it is the Lord, it is not me. But with this point was the conforming. Uh, and when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior, um, I got a whole bunch of stuff. The first thing I got was that uh, you work out your salvation. The second thing I got was that there's a list of do's and don'ts. Back then, we didn't go to movies. Uh, you, Everybody had to wear a tie. Um, women, uh, if they came in a pair of slacks, they weren't going to let you into church. Okay? So, see, uh, basically, I was being taught to earn your wings. All right? And then you were always falling short of being worthy. Now, this were the things that were being pressed upon me. And the thing that got me uh, was that words like amazing, content, happy, hopeful, joyful, thankful, peaceful, loved, were not used that much. Now, I don't know if any of you are facing any of that, but here's the thing that, that got me. What got me was that um, as I pastored, because this went on for a while, as I was pastoring, and I'm going to share with you why I'm not pastoring in the sense of being with a denomination, as I was pastoring, and you know, and I looked at the word, and I looked at everything else, I said, you know, um, 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 brothers, talking to my brothers and sisters that were pastors, and the head of the church, um, this doesn't seem right. If what we are doing is bringing the word of God into people's lives, then that word of God does not return void, then we should see in a period of time a change in their lives. And if, and I picked the arbitrary number, if in five years we don't see a change, if in five years they can't talk about how their world has been expanded and how their faith has been in, 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 endowed with tremendous power, if they can't say those things, eh, maybe we ought to give them the money back. Now you know why I'm not pastoring in the denomination anymore. But I couldn't stop there. When they said, what? I said, well, 
all I really see, the only people that seem to be getting ahead, rising up and, and, and doing any better, or demonstrably we can look upon them, and I'm, I, I know I'm talking worldly things in my brothers and sisters, but still, the, the only people I see doing it are the ministers and the uh, choir director. So um, after I was asked to leave, and, <laughs> and I held up my 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 masters, my doctorates, <laughs> my work, <laughs> the recommendations, um, I did not realize. Well, let's just say it was a hard time. It was pain. But you see, they didn't take in certain things, and I. Hadn't been operating in that word, and that's the next one. Ephesians one, Ephesians one. Because see, with this, we approve God's will. Something was going on there. What do you mean approve God's will? If I'm a wretch, if I'm broken, okay, if I'm not worthy, why does the word say I approve God's will? Alright, so Ephesians 1. If you haven't got it, one of the things I did was write it down. Because you see, folks, I have a problem. If I try to read, I have to look over my glasses like this, and it, 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 it's just. Alright, so praise be to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Every, not 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 a nice handful, not a few under the Christmas tree. Every, well, well, go on. Give me the next verse. For He chose us in Him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in His sight, in love. Whoa, hold up. Didn't you just tell me that I'm a wretch saved by grace? Alright? That I was not worthy. And yet you tell me that my heavenly father, your heavenly father, chose us in here before, before the earth was formed. God looked upon you and said, I got to have And whatever I have to do to get you, I'm willing to. And while we're at that, just in case someone says you shouldn't be with me, I'm going to make you holy and blameless in my sight. I'm going to create an image of you, all right, that stands beside your heavenly brother, Lord, and Savior, Jesus Christ. You are that precious to me that I'm going to do this. Now, check out what he does in love. Next verse. He predestined us. He predestined us for adoption. So he didn't just create us, you know, put it all together. There it is. Okay, get out there and do what you got. He said, no, 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 no. I want you in my family. All right? Through Jesus Christ in accordance with this. My heavenly father wants me. His pleasure and his will is that we be with him. I, I, um, uh, my children, many of my children are adopted. All of my children are adopted. And one of the problems they would have 
going through school is that people would tease them. You know, you don't have a mommy, you don't have a daddy. And my kid would come home and they're crying. I said, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. You go back and you tell them, my mother and my father looked upon me and they knew that they had to have me as their child. Your mommy and your daddy had to settle with what they got. <laughs> no, it's not biblical and I shouldn't have But <laughs> I took that from the word. My heavenly father, my heavenly father went through everything, upforming the universe. And before he did any of that, he saw you and said he had to have you. And he was going to do whatever he could to get you. Amen? Amen. And it is his pleasure. He didn't have to do it. Nobody paid him. Nobody said, somebody got to take this kid. He looked and said, there's no way I'm giving you up. Amen? Amen. Give me the next verse. <laughs> I, I said this was supposed to be a conversation. <laughs> to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loved. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on. All right? I, look. Okay, let me stop. Let me stop. Now, now I, I, I read this, right? And I, I'm seeing this and I'm saying this this, this is this is not what I was told. Okay? Yes. This, 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 somebody twisted some verses. They didn't even show me this one. Yes. But I said, you know what? You don't go for one. If this is true, I should find it somewhere else in the Bible. Yes. And what I picked was and the person I picked to look at was Peter. Because, you know, Peter didn't get along with Paul all the time. Yes, yes. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. So I, I, I went to Peter. I went to Peter, second chapter, starting with the first verse. We got that. Um, uh, second Peter, excuse me, I'm sorry. Second Peter, first chapter, starting with the third verse. Have we got that? Yes. Now, here's what Peter wrote. His divine power has given us everything. Here is that word again. Everything has been given. Yes. Okay? We need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by here it goes again. He called us by his glory and his goodness. Nobody paid him. Nobody slipped him something. Nobody said if you take this, you get that. No, no print print quote. Um, no, and that's as, as far as we're gonna get as political. Okay, but all of that was done. Next verse. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises. Remember what he said? Now, what Paul said was that you got all these gifts, right? Yes. So he called, he called, he called name some of them, great and precious promises, so that through them, you may participate in the divine nature, in the divine nature, okay? Having escaped the corruption in this world caused by evil, caused by evil what? Desires. Everybody wanting what they want and they're operating in the lust of their eyes, the lust of their hearts, and the pride of their life. They are not operating in the word, but we're going to get to that in a moment. I think I got one more verse on that. For this very reason, make every effort 
to add your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge. Keep going. Okay. And to knowledge self-control. So I can't just know all of these things because that's where I was. I was at knowledge. I'm getting knowledge, right? But now I'm being told that I got to control myself in this knowledge, all right? Having been connected up to God gives you power. Amen. And that power has to be used responsibly. It has to be used for others. So self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, right? Amen. See that? Godliness. You're going to be like your father. But then there was more. Go on. And to godliness, mutual affection. I got to like you folks. <laughs> well, that's all right. Most of you, all of you look like people I like. But you know, there's some people I don't like. And if you look like them, not start going there. Okay, I'll behave myself again. Mutual affection. And to mutual affection, love. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going, wait, these are all the words yes. that you guys didn't use when you told me I'm outside of self-control and I couldn't go to movies. Uh, you didn't say anything about this. And Paul said it. Peter said it. And as I went on, I was saying, well, what happened, Lord? Why did I go and blow it? Why did I make the mistake of not hearing your word and hearing man? Be not conformed to what? To this word. And see, here's the thing. I was in the church so I thought the church wasn't in the world. That's why God wants you to have a personal relationship with him. And he don't want you working through a church. Now, I know you say, well, wait a minute. Then I don't need to come to faith. All right? No, I didn't say that. And I don't want nobody walking out the door. I'm not to go to church, you know, because I got a personal relationship. Also in the word it tells you what you're supposed to gather together in his name. Amen. So just real quick, you know. I'm not, I'm not gonna go into that. That's another one all together. But then I um I kind of wondered why was it this way? And we're going to the next one, Romans 5, 19. Why was it this way? What 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 happened? What did I miss? And what I missed was Romans. 519, which said, for just as through the disobedience of one man, the many were made sinners, all right, and one man being Adam and Eve, right, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. There's two things here that have really jumped out and hit me when I, when I saw this, okay? It was, ooh, wow! You mean to tell me that, yes, that makes sense, because Adam was God's first creation. He poured him that he was without sin. You know what? When did sin come in? Okay? Lust of the flesh. That's when sin came in. And when sin came in, it affected all of us. So, God sends himself down in the person of Jesus Christ, and if it goes one way, it can go the other. 
But here's the thing that I walked away with, because up to then, remember they told me what? I had to do do's and don'ts. Should and shouldn'ts. Okay? And if I did that, then I had the hope of being righteous, in right standing with God. But it was because of my effort. Well, if that is true, if that was really true, why God send Jesus? He sent him because the only way you can be made righteous is through God, not through your efforts. And we'll get back to what powers your efforts, okay? But you are made righteous by God. Now, everybody see that, right? It's in the Word. You've, you've got this one, right? Okay. All right. I'm, 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 I told you. We'll move on. So, here I go, and I'm saying, wait a minute, I'm, I'm confused. Um, uh, how can all of this be the way it is, and I got it wrong? How did I, I you know, I, they, they told me I couldn't sit before the church until I got myself together. <laughs> and here's God telling me that just as I am, he wants me. Just as I am, he loves me. Just as I am, something's going to happen. What's that something? Now, I, 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 I did a little thing here because I really, I, I, I really wanted you to walk away with an image that you could go ahead and search the scriptures for, okay? All right. So what I wanted to do was talk about God's molding you because you see he takes you where you are and brings you to where you need to be so what we're talking about is a process remember that list of things I said I said faith goodness goodness knowledge knowledge self-control self-control perseverance perseverance godliness godliness mutual affection mutual affection love well, if we've accepted the fact that I can't get myself there through certain actions and behaviors, all right, then what? how do I get there? Remember all those gifts? Yes. Ephesians 1 talked about what? All those gifts. All of those things that I read are those gifts. He's given you that in the spiritual. Now you have to manifest it here in the physical, and God helps you. God shapes you. And I need Gabrielle. <laughs> God shapes you, right? And that shaping is what we're going to talk to about for the next few minutes, and then I'm going to be finished. Okay. my grandniece. So, I want you to understand life is not kind. It keeps spinning us around and around and around and around. You got a little dizzy there, didn't you? Okay. Have you not had those times when life spins you? Well, let me spin you a little bit. When life spins you and spins you 
and spins you, and you begin to lose the ability to stand up. You begin to become confused. You begin to can't focus. See, when life starts turning you every which way, you must come back to the Word. You must come back to the Father. Because if you fail to do that, then you saw what happened. You get dizzy. You, you, you start becoming what? Unable to go and, and you can't move with the rest of the people. You begin to find yourself being put off to the side. And what do they tell you about Satan and being put off to the side? He's, he's a hungry lion mm. looking to get those that are what? We, Not in the herd. Yes. <laughs> okay? I know that's true. not the I'm paraphrasing. That's true. Not in the herd. Mm -hmm. Now tell you in a moment, a lion will never run into the middle of a herd yep. to go get a meal. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the herd will stampede them. The lion is not as strong as the herd. Yep. Satan is not as strong as you are in the word. In the word. Yes. In a group. Yes. Unity. You, you're safe. I can start. See, my job is to encourage you. Because then you encourage me. Yes. For those times when, you know, and what am I talking about encouragement? Well, one of the things I'm talking about encouragement is you saying very simply, hey, Gabrielle, come out from the back. Come back here. Come here. You're getting too far from the herd. Mm -hmm. You get too far from the herd, then something's going to come against you. All yes. right? So. What does this mean in our lives? Because here's the thing. I sat in my, my brother's funeral last month. Uh, this is a brother that I had stopped talking to for 10 years because he, was doing, he wasn't doing God's work. And I was not going to continue to let him use me to go ahead and not do what the Heavenly Father wanted him to do. So for 10 years, I hadn't talked to him. And the Holy Ghost came to me and said, you need to go make up with your brother. I did not want to make up with my brother. I did not want to in any way. Shape. And then the Holy Ghost told me I needed to ask my brother's forgiveness. Y'all sitting there listening, you know, quiet and everything else. But you know that you ain't going to be asking too many people's forgiveness on too many things. <laughs> All right? So some of you should have just said, yeah, I know what you're talking about, women. <laughs> yeah, doctor, I got that, you know, because they, they didn't do right, and I, and I didn't do nothing wrong. So I'm going, oh, my God. So I call him up, and I say to him, brother, I have to ask you to forgive me because I have not been the brother. I should have been to you. And because I got overwhelmed, because I got dizzy, and I didn't spot, I didn't go back to the word. Yes. Now I'm stumbling. So what I said was instead of dealing with his thing, I was going to fix it, get out that chair, and sit there. Okay? Now I don't, I don't have to worry about getting dizzy, but also what I can't do is I can't be involved. When I said this to him, he said, why are you apologizing to me? I'm the one that did wrong. I'm the one that used your name wrongly. I'm the one that represented myself as being you and not doing right by the number of women that I wound up married to and then divorced. 
and telling them all kinds of stories that were based on you and not the truth. We started talking. Around that time, we started, I, he, was, he was my brother again. He was saying and doing the things that God had said, do. His concern all the time was no longer about himself. His concern was about others. Remember what, again? Yeah. All right, love is supposed to be. He was more concerned about his family, the families that he had created, as well as the family he was in. I invited him and that family down to Disney because he reminded me that when he was four, he went to Disney with me and all he could remember is us on the monorail. I said, no, you got to come. I'm, I'm going to take you to Disney. I'm going to take your whole family to Disney. In the process of getting ready to go down to Disney, he found out he couldn't walk a block without having to sit down for 10, 15 minutes. His wife looked at him and said, well, if you're going to walk Disney with your brother, you better go see a doctor and find out why you can't walk a block. Melanoma cancer. In his thighs. He struggled with it. We prayed. He was healed of the cancer. And we know that he was healed of the cancer because the cancer cells went to zero. But his heart gave up. So at the funeral, I'm sitting there and I'm going, oh my God, what happened? He's 63. I'm about to be 70. And you know how you start getting that thing in your mind going on? Well, if it happened to him, it can happen to me, right? <laughs> okay. And I was sitting there and it was flooding in just a little. And then I saw this crowd of people get up one after the other and talk about how this man had been a gift in their lives. And they were talking about that 10-year period and how he'd done this and how he'd done that and how he and it went on and on and on all walks of life all colors and just on and and, and they just they, they, we had to extend the time because people had to come and say what he had done and i wound up going out of there so proud of him i wound up going out of there saying lord thank you for bringing him back to you i wound up going out of there shouting the name of God instead of sitting there weeping and crying. I am telling you that in the suffering of your lives, if you can just turn back to God, yeah. keep turning back to that word, he will bring you through and he will use that to elevate you. He will use that to take away the dizziness. Now, I'm not saying there won't be pain, there won't be stress, but I got to tell you, people, Every, I have far less pain now than I've ever had, all right? And there's things that keep coming into my life. God will do it. And I'm testifying to you now as a 70-year-old man. I spent 70 years, all right? And I have not seen God break any one of his promises to any of his children. So, got one more verse for you. And we are done. You can stop the stopwatch, honey. <laughs> I'll get a breakdown of this later on. Um, what is the word? Huh? Oh, uh, Second Corinthians nine. And God is able. This is what you want to walk away with tonight. If you haven't written anything else done, write this one, okay? 2 Corinthians, 9th chapter, 
8 verse and God is able to bless you abundantly is that every day that all again so that in all things at all times not just a convenient time but everything every second of your life God's working in your life he's developing you so you can get to this point having all you need you will abound in every good work see you can't take it in and not put it out if you don't put it out no more is going to come in Amen. so those gifts that he gave you to feed your prayers should start to be Lord teach me how to open them up and how to use them Yes. that's for you that don't read the instruction manual mm -hmm. but uh, <laughs> God will do it look what he did for me I'm walking off preaching and telling people a whole bunch of stuff that was wrong. He found a way to correct me. Okay? Yes. He will. Every step of the way. Especially when you don't feel that you're under control. Because the truth of the matter is you're not under control. Amen. God is in control. Amen. And if you have faith on that, it will manifest. It becomes like a connection. You're plugged in. And the power shoots from the spiritual here into this world. You have to understand that God created the universe. He, at just the use of a few words, just went ahead and spun out galaxies containing billions of stars. He made life out of burnt up stars. That's how good God is. Amen. He, he created dimensions. He created the space-time continuum. Now, I don't know about you, but I can't even fathom what space-time is. <laughs> All right? But God made it. Yes. It, 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 it. You know, I had somebody say that he was there at the start and he's there at the end. Yes. That's not right. He was there before the start. And he will be there after the end. Okay? Yeah. He is the original of all things. And before anything else, he looked upon you and he wanted you. So I'm going to just pray one prayer with you. I notice that some of you were saying amen at certain points, but this stuff is good. I don't know about you. This is the stuff I, 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 I took the time when I wrote the sermon. I've written all the scriptures in here. I've got a wonderful granddaughter that can get this from here into my phone so that I have all these scriptures lined up one behind the other. All right. So the next time that I, um, uh, somebody cuts me off in traffic, the next time, and, and I, of course we'll pull over first before I text, but uh, the next time somebody says something I don't like, the next time something happens that's catastrophic, I remember that my father gave me all the gifts. He's in the process of making those gifts new and that I will be of service to others as well as continue to receive if I just Keep my eyes on him. Now the prayer that I want to pray with you um, is, is uh, uh, my wife tells me I'm, I, I tend to be brief when I pray, but the prayer I want to pray with you is about, well I kind of pick on her. This is the only place I can and she can't get me now. <laughs> and after the service is over, I want you all to crowd around me and talk about the various things and how this is affected and helped you or what I did. Ask please, okay? Because it just means that 
hopefully by the time we get home, she'll be tired enough to just go take a nap and, 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 and I'll, I'll get by. <laughs> but what I want to do with this prayer is I don't want to pray. I heard about a facility, and I heard it when I was here in November, okay? And I've been praying this prayer ever since then. I don't want God to give you a bigger box. I am not going to pray for a box. I'm going to pray for a city block. Because my God, who can make the universe, all right, this is not a hard thing for him to do. Now, it's hard for me to do. But you know what? That's only because he's not through with me. He's still working with me, all right? But all I'm saying to you is this. I'm praying that you, and I'm praying right now, I'm praying that you, all of this room, will be all leaders. No, 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 no. When he calls a leader meeting, this room is crowded with all of you. When he calls a church meeting, we got to get a city block to be able to bring all of them in. That's what I'm going to pray for. I'm going to pray that God gives you a campus, that he gives you the systems and the procedures and the practices that you can go ahead and rise to the point of wealth management. You can go and rise to the point of spiritual counseling. You can go and rise to the point that for the city, no, no, not, not just for the people in here, for the city, all right, for the country, you will be that light powered by him. Receive this in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. We thank you so much for joining us today. God bless you and ensure you have a great day.